non, it's not very realistic. Well, I guess there's nothing I can do for you. Do you know what doggy hell is like? There's vacuums everywhere. I'm not afraid of no vacuum. Our friendship is through. Fine. I guess we'll go our separate ways. Yeah. I hope you find Doggy Jesus someday. Whatever. As they're parting, uh, oh. there's a character that wasn't named. It's been like Lauren. Oh! <laughs> there I go driving again. <laughs> the news is a shock, and Phil's wondering what's what. Life and death. Are you doing, Chip? Nothing happens. Weird. Weird thoughts. Yeah, well, you know, I've I've been a tumor for a long time now. Maybe I could help you out, give you some wisdom. I don't know, man. You'd just make fun of me if I told you. No, I'm not one of those kind of tumors. Why don't you let it out, bud? When I was young, just a baby pup, my mom, she lifted me, lifted me up. You see up there in the sky, there's a ranch, and all the dogs go there and have lots of Thank you. 
sucks for tumors too. I'm a tumor, I don't have a soul. <laughs> I don't think you need me anymore. It's dark and cold. I'm falling down. All the wounds are gone. All the chips are down. After a dog dies, nothing happens. <laughs> Story goes on. <laughs> no, you, you die in, the, in a larger sense. No, we didn't sell no. any tickets. Not in the small scene sense, no, but in the a larger sense. It's over. It's I doesn't don't even think it got published. It's like it's like it's like when you read a good book and then it stays with you. Oh, uh, maybe one copy of it will exist. Book, that might be true. But it's probably gonna be in Grandpa's attic. And somebody's gonna find it and go, what garbage is this? <laughs> wow, did Grandpa write this? The talking continues, so we will lure the theater to be continued. There could still be potentially a sequel uh, to this show. So why don't you go home? Remember to follow us on Facebook and get updates about the next show. Yeah, Sylvan Open Improv. There's a Facebook group. And also every 8 to 10 on Muni Radio. Uh, that's where we are right now. The end of the song. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, it's uh, 9.53. It's about time for we should be switching over. Yeah. Do you want to do uh, any parting words or anything like that? Uh, you got to do a super-duper quick last game. Do you guys... Uh, world's worst? Let's do one. Quick. You guys, yeah. You last guys, like, subject. World's worst. Farmer. 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 Uh, It'll grow itself. 
If you plant a baby, it'll make another baby. I'm a hunter and gatherer by trade. I don't love these hoes. Will you uh, re will you finally respond to my farm girl request? Uh, no, we can't cover your surgery. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, but your your weed has mites. No, no government can tell me not to grow my potatoes. To get an eggplant, you must plant a chicken. Uh, old McDonald lost his farm. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Old McDonald knew his vowels. E-I-E-I-O. Sometimes why? Uh, world's worst what? World's worst. Musician. Musician. Nickelback. Next. World's worst. Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> the one that existed. Next! <laughs> World's worst what? Anything. Roller coaster. World's worst roller coaster. Roller coaster. I bipolar! Is this a is is this a roll or a coaster? I'm blind. Yeah, no, you gotta get the two-way ticket and no, this is a BART train. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well I'm just gonna go ahead and put this beer right. No! My drink! Well this is a different this is a different safety bar than I'm used to. Two Manhattans. Have a terrible time. Hey what's up motherfucker? This is roller coaster's gonna go three G's. Yeah. I thought it was something else. No, roll coaster. Man, oh, whatever you want, dude. Man, the lines here are way yeah. too long. <laughs> this, uh, welcome to Physics Land. This roller coaster stays put in space but moves in time. Ooh! You must be this tall to ride this ride, and you must be this short to be on the ride. <laughs> Uh, the elevator during 9-11. Oh, god damn it. World's worst! Last subject, world's worst. Uh, boy band. Boy band. We're all girls! Spice Girls. You already need a musician. All right, go ahead. Hey, we're some dudes improvising. <laughs> now that Michael's left the band, nobody likes us. Uh, Robin Hood's Merry Men. All right, new last subject, world's worst. Uh, the Back Alley Boys. Out of ah. out of sync. Ah. Never mind. Uh, I'm glad you got them right. Uh, what was it again? Boy band. Invoke. Oh shit. Actual bottles of Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> the yeasty boys. AM frequency is for kids, man. Real men use FM. The Sex Pistols. Steve fucked by a Finn. <laughs> the Spice Girls. Uh, we already did the first one. What was that? Uh, <laughs> uh, 98.6 degrees, we're all regular. Boys to men's vans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the dicks chicks. <laughs> the Dixie chicks. The chicks with dicks. The Dixie Any more? The chicks with Dixie chicks. Uh, counting crows, there's five of them. <laughs> no, Andrew, it's the chicks with Dixie chicks. Oh, That's yeah. I, sma I, I smashed your mouth because you were asking for it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know what? We're calling it there, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight.
Music, Alien Ant Farmer. See what I did there? See what I did? I brought it back to the first one. Uh, oh, real no, real no, big no, fish, no. but spelled the right way. <laughs> so fucking uh, large catfish. Uh, <laughs> the Jacksons eight. Warm play. Radio Dick. <laughs> All right. Thank you everybody for hanging Hansons, out with us. We are here Hansons every fucking strawberry Tuesday. cream soda. Uh, I hope there's music playing right. I think there is. I really do. I I believe that the there insane is. clown posse. <laughs> just. just Magnus, All right. Sure. Anyway, uh, this has been Open Improv. Hang out. Fucking the next show is fucking awesome. Uh, we'll catch you every Tuesday. Uh, have a nice time. Go fuck yourselves. Playing. I don't know if this is playing, so I'm making sure there's no dead air, cause that would be bad, okay? That's why. Boom.
What was good was up from under Until black that awful tender Came and popped my sense of wonder All at once all eyes Leaving me unwatched body It's like my body's Black was decomposing quickly This was found offensive to me
songs you love Like your favorite whiskey song Or the one about the gun I'm the man who sings your favorite songs I'm the bug and you've been bit I'm the man who writes the country hits
Brent Amaker, and this is the Rodeo. back with another episode of fuck everything fuck you with sean and timmy uh sean and i have been stuck in this hedge maze for like a week and a half now what does that mean every time i go to sleep i wake up and the maze has changed somehow i found an apple tree that's how i've been getting my nutrition uh i don't know there's three crows guarding a ruby and i keep passing the same pirate skeleton all the time. You're just talking about Nintendo right now, right? I don't know, man. Hedge maze. It's hard to tell it's sometimes whether it's Nintendo or DMT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets. I it mean, it's kind of the same. It, I mean, life is kind of, kind of a, kind of a hedge, hedge maze. I mean, if you really want to find Zelda, there's a quick way. I, I don't want to think about this hedge maze anymore. It's, All right, you brought it up. All right. Well, I, I got a, I got a plug. I got the. Uh, I got the punchline coming up Tuesday, February 2nd at uh, 8 o'clock. Uh, it's $15. Uh, come out and see me. It's my uh, first real comedy club show. Um, that'd be fantastic. Uh, come say hello. Um, I will say hi back and make awkward conversation with you. Um, Sean, you got anything to plug? Yeah, Timmy's going to be at the punchline. <laughs> Whenever it was that he said that he was going to be there, I trust that he had the right date. So yeah. go to that. And uh, oh yeah, Sean's got uh, his music. Uh, that was a, you just heard it. Uh, he's a bloody snowman, all one word. Everything's amazing that he does. Uh, buy that shit and download it. Um, I'm very. Oh, I do have one. I guess I have a couple plugs. I'm oh yeah. I'm gonna be playing Monsters of Love in a hidden location in Oakland. Monsters of love is i thought that was in the woods no no that's mutant fest monsters of love is a one one time a year kind of anti-valentine's day monster party and i'll be playing that and i think it's march 6th which is a saturday and then i'll be playing somewhere in la in the spring no, it would be march 5th march 6th is actually a sunday okay yeah. march 5th thank yeah. you thank you all for being aware of time and space <laughs> uh Sun and then uh, I'll be playing in LA sometime in the spring, hopefully with abandoned footwear, but definitely with continues, 
which is Dan from Babylands. I know shit. Continues will be there. I love those guys. Well, he yeah, he's the one that booked booked that shit. So yeah. Dope. Yeah. Well, I'll have to go say hi to Dan. Hope he remembers me. Yeah. Well, you'll have to come to L.A. Oh, fuck. You're going all the way to L.A.? Yeah. Yeah. Tight. I just found out a couple of days ago. Dude, so. good for you. Good, good for, for me. You. Good for That's you. all the plugging I have. I, nev- I never plug shit, so at least I have something to plug. Okay, so today's guest is uh, one of my favorite people. Um, she is the fantastic Pam Benjamin. She runs uh, Mutiny Radio. Uh, she takes... Uh, new comics with horrible jokes and develops them into funnier comics and uh she runs uh a fuck ton of the shows in the city and uh she is a fantastic patient uh woman and uh i would not be doing comedy today if it wasn't for her support so i am very happy to have her as uh as the guest on my show today uh before we get into it uh why don't you tell us about this fantastic uh festival that you're putting on pam well, Timmy's going to be at the punchline on <laughs> February 2nd at 8 o'clock. It's only $15. <laughs> wait, 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 what, are we, what are we talking about? What day of the week is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a Tuesday, right? Okay. It's a Tuesday. It's Groundhog Day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know I'm very, very good with time and space. Okay. Um, I'm not. I'm not. So uh, the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 2nd through 6th, 2016. I don't know. I haven't counted the days right now, how many days to count down. I think we're at something like... 36 days right something like that it's either 37 it's between 34 and 37 days is how many days are left so you're pretty good with time and space pretty good with time and space like amazing I I haven't nailed that number down only because I don't want to keep freaking myself out (laughs) I think that it's better to leave a little flux in there that's good yeah because I'm starting to have a nervous breakdown well you're putting a fuck ton of work into it you're getting chairs and electrical and all this other stuff and you got how did you get all these uh, out of town comics to come in well, um, I did this festival last year in Seattle in August called the Hilarious Comedy Festival. Applications are open until the fourth of um, the, the fourth month of the year, April. So definitely apply. It's their second annual. Well, I went to their first annual, and I had such a good time. Like, you know, the, the audiences weren't uh, great, but it was like comedy summer camp, and it was everybody of what I consider to be a similar caliber of comedian to myself, and it was great to meet people who'd been doing comedy for four, six, eight, eleven years that were, I felt like, oh, I'm on a playing field with these guys and ladies, and it was great to be, A, acknowledged for a festival and have someone pick your video out and say, you, you're funny, I want you to come in. Um, that isn't like a big, there are, what big names are there from like San Francisco and, you know, Indiana and, you know, like an, I've got a guy from Georgia coming and South Carolina and uh, Massachusetts, Michigan, Texas. And so it all started, I met all those people at that festival and I was like, oh, I was really inspired. And I thought, oh, you know, I could do this. And I kind of just worked off that Facebook group and then I got onto like their message boards and then I've been on the Northwestern one for a long time so a lot of people up there knew me so we have like eight comics coming from Portland and four from Seattle or just Washington in general but only because I've sort of done that area a little bit so I knew people but it was all Facebook man like (laughs) that was it that's how I got everybody and I had um over 150 submissions from people all over the United States and beyond uh, internationally and I had to whittle it down to 24 and then locally I had 60 people apply and there were only 20 spaces so there was interest you know from a comedian standpoint I felt like and you know we're just 
the thing I learned from the other festival was that everything was great and Patrick Higgins put it together and he's actually a really great festival organizer and everything worked except they chose the wrong space and the whole time at all the shows I was like it's so funny I have the space like like because even this they weren't having 40 seats was like the theater anyways even if it would have sold out which didn't come close it was just 40 seats and I was like but that that's what's here it's 40 seats so I thought the rest of it is easy. We've got the microphone, the radio component's a cool part of it. Why don't, cause, and that's the thing that this makes us cool is that we're bringing people from all over the United States and internationally and their people there can listen to them live or can download the podcast after. And if we get smart enough and start monetizing our fucking podcasts, then we could actually, you know, make some money off the podcast because people might be interested if their friend Brian Plum is coming from Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. He's going he's gonna to do the live show for me and a separate one. We've been chatting a whole bunch online. Fantastic. Yeah, he's not, and he seems like he gets around, man. He's, I've seen him at some pretty big names he's across the country. He's young and hungry. Yeah, he's, he seems like a good dude. Yeah, and funny. Yeah. So uh, it, that's the thing. It's all these people that are kind of... It's just I've, I've been doing comedy now for the four and a half years and I'm like all right you know what else is there besides where where else what else do we do where else do we go like I'm not gonna move to LA I'm not gonna go to San Francisco so then it's like because it's just not me I don't I'm not gonna I'm not ever gonna wear makeup I'm not gonna I'm not gonna show off my cute little bod because I don't believe in that and it bothers me when other female comedians just rely on them they're like well if I show my tits and I've got wear the lipstick put my hair up and it's true when I wear when I dress up, people pay attention to me more. It's true, like they they just do. But it's just it's not me. And I don't. It's still out. It's not me. So it's like, well, what could I do in San Francisco to establish something here? And yeah, whatever. So this is the home of new comedians. That's not so bad if it becomes a thing. That's a thing. Like, why can't that be a thing? Yeah, I mean, so yeah. Far, I think so far so good. I mean, it seems like it's getting a little bit of attraction on Facebook. Um, I'm excited to do the live show. I, I think I think we'll have a few people here. It'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna spring for like mimosas and beers for people that's to show up. Yeah. That's rad. Yeah. Well, but and we have the. I mean, we're gonna have the the green tent for people. Here's the thing. The, so if there isn't an audience, if I if all of my promote because promotion is so hard, and if all of the promotion fails objectively and nobody comes. Uh, we still have this cool green tent that the comedians can hang out in, and they'll be comedians here. It just means we don't make any money, right? But PBR is a sponsor, so the green tent for people that are in the festival, they're going to have a bouncer on the door. you got to be in the festival. we got all this beer donated. We're going to have food every night for the comedians. I've got these gift bags with, like, PBR swag and Alta California Botanicals and a super cool T-shirt that we're making and pieces of art, two pieces of art from local artists. They're making one for everybody. And what's the other gift bag thing? I have one other thing in the gift bag. I can't remember. But they get cool shit. And like, you know. And and then, he's one of the artists, Phil Spittler. And then on Saturday at Brainwash, we got PBR to sponsor. We're having a show from 2 to 4. And it's free beer for everyone. What? Yes. Because the PBR is sponsoring us. And he's like, and Jeff of Brainwash Cafe is another sponsor. And he's like, well, what can we do for you? And I'm like, I would like to have comedy show on Saturday afternoon from 2 to 4 so it doesn't interfere with anything True Hustle does because but I want Tony Sparks to host it which he agreed to do because I want to give all these out of town comedians like the, br- the brainwash feel right, you know, like right, here right. it is this is a brainwash show on a Saturday but like free beer for everybody like even if so that's the thing I'm like I've set them up that if things here are terrible we've got 
a party on Thursday night at Eagle SF where we're having oh, a special comedy amazing. show. Special comedy show at midnight, hosted by Colin Holt. So, and there's gonna be tons of people there, and they get like drink specials, and they're not gonna have a door cover. It's gonna be super fun. So it's gonna be like party with the comedians and and a big show, and and then Saturday with the brainwash thing. So I feel like even if even if people go like. Nobody buys tickets for here. There's only like five people in a show or whatever. They're still going to be like, the green tent was amazing. And these parties and like, and I'm giving them a comprehensive list of all of the open mics where mm. they are everywhere so that they can do everything while they're here for five days because they've got a lot of time and there's tons of open mics. I'm encouraging them to come on Monday so they can hit those open mics. I'm going to hit them up with a list this month of everyone who's running showcases and try to like push them out to you know cheaper than therapy like hey eloisa here's the list of people i'll tell them this is eloisa right. you know yeah. give her a video hit her up because i mean they're all going to be here some of them should get and they're really great i mean some of these people on the festivals are like the guy coming from new york is like mind-blowing jamie pierce he's just super on it and i don't know i watched all, it took me a long time to go through the videos and I, I went through a lot of them multiple times and i feel like i I, I watch enough comedy <laughs> to know what's good and what isn't since I run, you know, three open mics a week. <laughs> so yeah. I know. And you're at every other open mic. <laughs> Where is this green tent going to be? That It's a very good question, I think. It's going to be located outside the building because I don't, I can't have a green room. It's called a green tent because I want a green room. But like on the sidewalk? On the sidewalk, but I've got a pop-up tent and it's 10 by 10 and I'm going to put blankets around it and a little table in there and a little with food and a little cooler with beers and some folding chairs and it's where the comedians hang out before their sets and that's they can awesome hang out all i have enough every night i get five cases wow for the comedians for the green tent but it's but here's the thing it's five shows in 25 days and each show has at least four comics because we have one host that does 10 minutes and then we have three people that all do like 10 to 15 depending and then um uh, some of the shows I have four people on, so that means they only get 10-minute sets, and the host only gets seven. But with those people, I've guaranteed them extra shows. So everyone's – and that's the other thing. So we went to the other festival. I got three sets, and they were all 78 minutes long. None of my sets will be less than 10 minutes here, and everybody gets at least three. Some people are getting up to five. And we have the outside shows as well, so it's like you're getting a lot of stage time. Yeah. And, and it's on the radio, and it's podcast, so it's not just like – so I feel like, as a service to the comedians that are coming, this is going to be cool. I'm just hoping that San Francisco gives a fuck enough about comedy <laughs> to come see. Yeah, San Francisco, uh, San Francisco, yeah. give a fuck. Come, uh, come to our festival, man. That's a big, big, big un undertaking for, for you to take on. Because I mean, I, I don't know. Timmy and I have both put on a lot of shows. Yeah. But not festivals. Yeah, right. we never... Well, I mean... Or I guess the Strawberry Bacon was a festival, but it, yeah, it was... Only, it was only one event, yeah. but... Uh, yeah. But, no, I mean, just the amount of planning and uh, and all, all the logistics involved is, is a lot more than I think most people realize. Yeah, I know. But totally when it's done understand. by... Usually it's done by more than one. Especially, I've never dealt with a sponsor. Oh, I I'm not trying to freak you no, out. No, no, it's but okay. But you're no, fucked. No, 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 Well, I got the sponsors. I, the thing is, I started this... <laughs> at the end of September is when I realized I'm going to do this. And then I timed it all out, and I was like, you know, my entire month of November was like, look for sub get submissions, look at them, and find sponsors. Because I knew I had to lock the sponsors down before I started doing any of the 
publicity because I had to have their logos and I had to know what they were giving me. <laughs> yeah, the flyers look fantastic. So, yeah, the flyers are really good. Yeah, Subliminal SF is another company that um, is donating their um, time and abilities to all of our design work. They're d they design the flyers. There's a poster coming out. They're doing the T-shirt. Um, they do all, he does, it's Mikey from Subliminal, Subliminal SF. SubliminalSF.com, go there now. The t-shirt <laughs> that I have, that's the picture of the police. Uh, for the listeners out there, Pam's actually a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, I have a t-shirt that, um, it has a picture of the police on the front, like Sting and Stuart Copeland. And then um, underneath it, it says, fuck NWA. <laughs> 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 and that's one of, that's one of his t-shirts. That's nice. one of Mikey's t-shirts. I, so I want that. Yeah, he has it online. You can go to SubliminalSF.com. Uh, but he has those t-shirts so he's doing all of our design work and he's rad so and all of this stuff is donation I haven't put out a penny yet the flyers were paid for by Alta California what? yeah Alta California Botanicals another sponsor that's paying for the t-shirts generous and the stoners yeah generous stoners <laughs> yeah and, and they're, they're putting stuff in the gift baskets for all the all the comics as well so yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, our <laughs> podcast is doing a live show. Uh, it'll be closing out uh, the festival. Not closing out the festival, but on the day of the closing of the festival. That's uh, Sunday, March 6th from uh, 4 to uh, 6. Come on down. I'll be springing for mimosas and beers. Um, you can buy tickets online at www.universe.com backslash mutinyradio.fm. We'd love to see you. Uh, we're going to have a collection of like eight or nine guests. Uh, that have previously been on the show, just kind of hopping on and off stage, and we're just going to have fun and fuck around. It's going to be really cool. Um, I hope to see some of you guys there. Um, yeah, so we're really excited about that. Just like Sketchfest, they do podcasts. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're our only podcast. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, we're like an actual podcast. Yeah. Really. yeah, yeah we're yeah. the only podcast. In the festival, at, yeah. Oh, in the yeah. festival, okay. Yeah. yeah. The rest of them are we, all live shows. We won't let well, you down unless we do. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do our, uh, our segment break, cool. uh, and then uh, we will go into some interview with Pam. Okay, so I know we're both from Danville, but you grew up in Danville? I grew you? up in Danville. Where were you born? I was born uh, in, Lo in Lawrence Livermore Lab. I was born at Lawrence <laughs> he created Livermore, in a test tube. Livermore Memorial Hospital. Uh, I'm a Livermore. I'm I was at Kaiser Walnut Creek. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, I don't know. Tell me, tell me about being a kid in Danville. Um, well, I was always afraid of the dead smashed frogs. We lived near a creek. and. Um, Wait, where'd you live? Where'd you live? Uh, in between Sycamore and um, Gre uh, Greenbrook. Brook. In between Sycamore and Greenbrook. Okay, cool. There's a little, there was a strange little subdivision when you, you were in Sycamore and you went down this hill and then there was this subdivision that was there in this really strange area and the creek was there and then you went around this big corner and then all of a sudden you went up a hill and then you were in Greenbrook. And that's where all the the green thing, the parks were in the middle, and the stuff. oh and right, go right, up right, to that right. And I knew people that lived there, like not quite Osage, but uh, right, right, right. I, I know the park. I don't know the name of so it. So we were in th this weird no man's land area of subdivision that was next to a creek, and um, you know, 
I was always, the dead frogs were everywhere, and I couldn't, they freaked me out in the middle of the street when I was a kid, and I'd go by on my, you know, a bicycle, and I'd have to put my hand on the side of my face, and dead frogs, and we'd go riding down by the creek, and all the little baby frogs would be out, and I'd be freaking out, because I wouldn't want to smash the baby frogs with my bike. <laughs> These are my childhood memories. Is this Greenbrook, like, off Sycamore Valley Road? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Never yeah. been there. Never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I went to a Santa Monica Valley Christian, well, first I went, um, in preschool, I was at the church at CPC, and then in kindergarten, I started at San Ramon Valley Christian Academy and in Danville, and then... Um, My little brother went there. Really? Yeah. That's I was a little hilarious. kid's corral. Yeah. Um, I, my parents moved me to another school because the teacher said I was masturbating in class. Were you, Pam? Probably. Yes. But <laughs> I was four. I was young when I started kindergarten. I was four and everybody else was five. And I couldn't tie my shoes, but I could read. And, and masturbate. And, ma and the Christians were very Christian. And, and so, hot, and, apparently. And hot. Well, I, they made me feel really uncomfortable all the time because I was a chunky child. And uh, my teacher would make fun of me in front of the other kids. And I have this true story. What would you say? So we had to memorize. I am a very great memorizer. I don't know if you know this about me. I sort of have this sort of photographic memory thing. And I, even as a kid, I could memorize Bible verses, like just boom, full passages, whatever. And we, had, we, would, we would memorize a very simple Bible verse, and you'd stand up in front of the class at the end of the week, say your Bible verse, and then you would get a tiny ice cream cone, like a tiny one, you know, those little tiny, tiny ones with a tiny little scoop. And so I get up in front of the class, and I do my Bible verse just like everybody else, and then she hands me graham crackers. What a bitch. And I'm like where's my ice cream cone? And she's like, that little girls uh, don't really get anywhere in the world, so I'm helping you by giving you graham crackers. Now, in retrospect, the graham crackers probably had more calories yeah. than the ice cream cone yeah. did. But she was calling me out. For some reason, this teacher had it out for me, and my mom knew it too. So, and, But people in the school said, that's crazy. Why would they have it out for your kid? But I completely understand. It was this Christian school back in the day. I'm a creative kid who's a little bit out there who can read when no one else could read. Like sitting there going like, I know how to do this stuff and they, but they couldn't keep me, but I didn't have ADHD. I was very focused and I wanted to please and I always raised my hand and I was trying to be good so hard, but how annoying must that be? Anyways, I must've pissed off Mrs. Mowers. So they put me in regular people's school. What's it called? Poor people's school. Pri Public school. Public school. They put me. In, I'm sorry. I'm from Danville. That sounds awful. Right. So they put me at um, what's the? It's uh, what's called? It's oh uh, God. What's the name of it? It's but Los, there's a Los there's Seros? a di, there's a, no that was junior high. Mm. There was a it, this is in kindergarten. There's a uh, mountain. There's Mount Diablo painted on it, and you drive. By. Charlotte. Charlotte. No, that's the other junior high, Charlotte Wood. It was the it was the kids' school. Over by Greenbrook, like off of uh, other, other direction. With like the mural, El, like a big mural, but like El Diablo or something like El that. El Cerro, okay. El no, Cerro. No, we we no. went through that already. Oh, it's up to, you're almost, we're almost at El Cerro Boulevard. It's in between. Right. I, I, know, it's, 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 I know exactly what it looks I, like. It's it's di it's the Diablo area, but I don't right. know. Come on, John. I know you know what it is. It's I can't remember <laughs> it's, what it's was it. The Black Hawk movie theater. That was farther up. That was later. Foster Freeze, but uh, <laughs> Carl's Jr. and San Ramon. They they put they put me there, and I was there for a while, and I thrived. And in first grade, I did really well, and the teacher liked me. And then in second, in then they, they had me in a first and second grade combination class. And Were I did you really, still really beaten well. off? 
No, I wasn't. I wasn't beaten <laughs> off in class anymore. I think I was just playing with myself because I was nervous. So I, they put me in the regular kids' school, and I was excelling, and I was in the first, second grader class, and then they put me in the second, third grader class, and I was a second grader. And then my parents made the wise decision to put me back in fucking Christian school. So they put me back at SRVCA with the same group of kids that I was in when I was a kindergarten who didn't like me, and then they put me back. So my entire childhood was filled with Jesus loving me, but nobody else loving me. So Jesus loves me. Be perfect, but everyone else hates you all the time until seventh grade. That's what it was like. I was with the same fucking people. Didn't get invited to the birthday parties. They're all rich little motherfuckers. They all lived up on that fucking hill. And their houses, their their stables were bigger than my house. And they were all so rich and so fucking cunty. And they never invited me to their birthday parties. And every once in a while, because we were all at the church together, I'd get to like, go to their house. And I was like, oh, I'm at Ginny Smith's house. This is so amazing. I'm at Brianna Bedane's house. How special I feel because I'm a poor little... So were you, were, you, were you renter trash? No. Is that how you got to be... I was renter trash. I, I went to school with really rich kids, but I was like super poor. I, I wish we were poor. We were, <laughs> the problem was I thought we were poor, but we were really, really rich. My parents always owned their own house. We had everything we wanted. I just went, when I was in high school, my 16th birthday, my parents bought me a car, but it was a Hyundai. And so everyone made fun of me because it wasn't a BMW. That's Danville. Yeah. So, and that's just the way I grew up. And it was awful. I just, I was never good enough because I was never good enough for Jesus and I was never good enough for everybody else. And I tried so hard and I tried to get a 4.0, but everybody's blonder and prettier and cuter and a better cheerleader.